are listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up, are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Long. Greetings, everybody. You are listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, episode 30. Wow. Yeah. It's like an anniversary episode. <laughs> it kind of is. 30 is a new 20. I am going to now uh, introduce my co-host, Mr. John Long. How you doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Just want to thank everybody for listening to the number one podcast that our wives don't listen to. <laughs> yeah. uh, glad you decided to join us today for another odyssey of oddity around the world or whatever our saying is. <laughs> so, You know, I read that there are very few podcasts that make it to episode 30. Oh, wow. So I just want everyone out there listening to this. Yeah. You know, we're here for the long haul. That's right. Yes. <laughs> you know, and it, maybe you wanted to click that subscribe button, but you, you thought maybe we were just playing games, That's that we right. were toying with your emotions. <laughs> but no, we're, right. we're here and we are here for the long haul. Right. What we have is special. We're not like those other podcasts yeah. who come in with their, you know, fancy soundboards and their <laughs> awesome audio quality and they sweep you off your feet. And then 10 episodes later, they're done. Right. They've, yes. you know, they've quit it well, and they're on to the next thing. We love you. Right. And if you've been waiting to tell your friends, you want to tell your friends, but you know, you, you don't know if this is, this will last. Right. You know, well, I don't know if you've heard about the new, uh, it's, it's cool. It's like catching like wildfire on social media. It's a new challenge and it's called the podcast challenge. And that is where you get, as many people's phones as you can and subscribe them to earth oddity. Yeah. And uh, you, you don't even have to do it with their consent. Just subscribe <laughs> them to earth oddity and uh, we'll see what happens after that. It's, it's catching. It's, it's everyone's doing it. All the cool kids are doing it. So yes. yeah, you know, check that out. Man. You don't even have to get out of your car and dance or eat a Tide pod. So <laughs> just subscribe people, you know, to earth oddity, you know, you got any good stories this week? Yeah, I do. I got a, there were three people who stole a shark. You're like shark week took on a whole new life this week. You, you get to watch a shark week and then you decide you want to get a pet one. So yeah. Somebody used to call Ace Ventura. We need him on the case. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. Yeah. What about you? How's your stories looking? I have a WWE star, Mr. Glenn Jacobs, but better known as Kane. Kane. It's got to be Kane. Yes, right. He's been elected a mayor oh. of a county in Tennessee. Okay. Uh, but right now, we're going to talk about this. 18 armies just took part in a crazy tank race in Russia, and South Af Africa came in dead last. <laughs> I don't know why they had to pick on South Africa. Yeah, just to show. Story. Just yeah. say, hey, a bunch of tanks are having a biathlon. Yeah. But uh, anyway... I think this is super cool. Like, oh, yeah. I don't know why this isn't being televised. Well, yeah. maybe the reason it's not being televised is because it's in all these different, you know, armies are sizing each other up. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's so. why. That's maybe, what this, so. maybe that's what this is really about. Yeah. But it's still a cool story. South Africa came dead last in a spectacular tank biathlon event in Russia on the weekend, the opening event in the 2018 International Army Games, billed as the Olympics of the military world. South Africa's tank team was clocked at 57 minutes to finish the course versus less than 26 minutes for SA's group winner, Azerbaijan, to finish. Oh. On average, the countries that finished the event did so in 31 minutes and 17 seconds. Only Zimbabwe came close to being as slow as South Africa at a finishing <laughs> time of 54 minutes and 27 seconds. Wow. 
Uh, these were the official rankings with South, South Africa identified by its acrylic acronym. And then it's got the um, all the places right there. It says the racetrack features crazy high speed sections, scallum uh, type poles where you know you're weaving in and out yeah. of these poles, and anti tank trench and other obstacles. And at various points along the track, the tanks fire at targets that simulate infantry, another tank, and a helicopter. The okay. Army Games run until August 11th with 28 events featuring 39 competing nations. Most of the events take place in Russia, but there are also events scheduled in China, Kazakhstan, Iran, Belarus, and Armenia. The games includes everything from falconry with drones. Wow. That sounds fun. Yeah, that does. <laughs> to a field kitchen cook-off. Uh, not as cool yeah. as Falcon no, with drones. No. <laughs> but few of the events are as spectacular as the tank race. Teams of three drive identical Russian T-72 tanks supplied by the Russian military, although this year the Chinese team brought its own Type 96A tanks, and Belarus came with its own modified uh, T-72s. I wonder why the nations aren't racing their own tanks. You know, you think that would kind of be a big... Well, you probably don't want to just give everybody the insight well, to the capability point. of what you're... Yeah, artillery or armor can do so. But you know, even if you're racing an old Sherman tank, yeah, you know, right. you want to get one and soup just it up soup and it get up. as yeah. fast as you can get right. it. You yeah. know, so you can compete. You don't yeah. want to just okay. If you go to a bike race, you're not just going to race some bike that the competition no. handed you to, no, are you? No. Well, and let's see, we we weren't part of it though. The United States weren't right because we would have dominated. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. But uh. So I think are we still running the M1A1 Abrams? Is that still our top tank? I think it is. We probably have tanks that are way better, yeah. but we just don't know about right. them. <laughs> I know when I was at Fort Benning, they had a whole like motor pool, and it was tanks as far as you could see. And you're yeah. like, man, if we ever unleashed all of these at once, it would be <laughs> bad news for someone. But they were all M1A1s, and those things will go real fast. One of my roommates was a tanker that when I had in, when I was in college. He was a tanker, and I can't remember what he said the top speed on it was, but he said it would go. Huh, interesting. Yeah. As in more traditional biathlons, the final team, the final time, I'm sorry, is determined by uh, summing the actual time to complete plus penalties for things such as missing targets or driving over, quote, mines on the course. So oh. they even got some parts on the course where, you know, you can't touch that because it's a mine. I'm assuming it's not a real mine. It's a, <laughs> it's a dummy. <laughs> right. But anyway, that's really cool, and... uh you know, I had no idea that there was such a thing as the international military games. I would love to see ESPN four or whatever get on yes. this and start covering some right. of this. That'd be awesome. And we are currently using the M one A two Abrams battle tank. So Oh the A two. Yeah. yeah. Is that the A2. one that's stealth? Yeah, it can turn right. invisible. Yes, and it can also fly, and well, it can probably launch intercontinental <laughs> ballistic missiles. It's like a pair of Jordans, you know. Like they'll put out one, and then they'll come back a year later and same issue, but they'll make a different color and all. You know, yeah, not you know change it up a bit. So mm -hmm. yeah, it's apparently those things will go. I looked at the barrel of one of those things. Like they had a had it sawed in half. That thing is, I mean, it puts a shell out there. I don't remember what it is, like a 120 millimeter shell or something like that. And mm -hmm. yeah, it'll go. It'll, it'll, as they say on base, on, on, it'll lay some hate down on people. So, yeah. <laughs> and Metal Gear Solid 3, they had a tank that would, uh, oh, yeah, turn into a robot and walk around. Okay. So, <laughs> Maybe we have, I really those. hope we, we have one of those. Yeah. That we just don't know about it. We hadn't it. told anybody about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure the Japanese do. 
Yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, of course. Which, you know, Japanese, they have a lot of interesting stuff. In fact, they don't have a whole big military in Japan. You know, after World War II, we were kind of like, nah, <laughs> yeah. you can't, can't, can't do that anymore. You can have Plus, a little bit for home defense. They're like, it. or we're their protectorate. Yes. So yes, we are. They, I guess that saves them a ton of money. Right. Yeah. But <laughs> they don't have to fund their own military. No. And I don't want to get off on too big of a tangent now, but so World War II, everyone knows Nazis were horrible and stuff. Yeah. But the Japanese, they like raped and killed. <laughs> So many civilians across Asia, uh, then nobody ever thinks about that anymore. They don't get any bad rap. I guess maybe because we dropped a couple of atomic bombs <laughs> on their country. And so they're like, well, maybe that it's all even now. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that, I was about to say, you know, a couple atomic bombs, that does kind of have a way to yeah. even the <laughs> even the score. Yeah. But That's yeah. really bad PR they, if you're the ones dropping the bombs. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you see Japan come back with that flag with, you know, not just the circle, the red sun, but it's got like the the lines coming out from it, you better get worried because they're, they were rough. They were, they were something else in World War II. And, and for some reason, we don't think about that, but they were, they were not happy people. They were ruthless. What else we got? Uh, well, let's, uh, let's hit this story. It's about a man won a lawsuit here. Um, this comes from CNN.com. Uh, a man cheated with someone else's wife and is now paying for it with 8.8 million dollars yeah um in many states there's no punishment for adultery but in north carolina it could be a serious offense one man came to realize that last thursday a judge ordered francisco Huzar the (laughs) third what a name for a jody you know yeah um to be to pay 8.8 million to keith king whose wife he had been seeing for 16 months why so much, the question is. Well, most of the money awarded consisted of punitive damages solely meant to penalize the defendant. But about $2.2 million of it was in compensatory or tangible damages. King's attorney, Joanne Fole, said that after finding out about the ongoing infidelity of his wife, Danielle Swords, his company lost revenue and an employee, which was his wife. Hmm. No, because the pair eventually separated. King filed the suits on the ground of criminal conversation, alienation of affection. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. I was had no idea. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if I can sue my wife for that. <laughs> That's a joke. She don't listen anyways anymore. So, uh, Lawyer up, Deidre. <laughs> intentional infliction of emotional distress, uh, negligent infliction of emotional distress. Uh-oh, I'm going to go get my lawyer now. <laughs> <laughs> and assault and battery. So, uh, which, the picture of Danielle and Keith here, mm-hmm. their wedding photo, his head is abnormally shaped. You <laughs> yeah, know? Yeah. I mean, it's like a big old, he's got a big old tall head on him. Uh, swords Hadn't and Keith suffered enough. Yeah, well, true. <laughs> well, he's got eight point eight million coming to him now. I ain't worried about that. Uh, swords and Huzar met uh, at a bike show in 2015, a little more than five years after she and her husband had gotten married. Uh, swords, who has previously went by Daniel King, was in New York to see a bike show put on by her husband's company, King BMX Stunt Shows. Okay, so for just for everybody out there. What's going on here? They own a, a bike company? Yeah, they own a BMX company. Okay, King. and they're going around to shows. Yes, and so his wife, who was a, worked for his business, I, I assume a partner in it, mm-hmm. um, he sent her to this show in New York. So she's hanging around a bunch of cool, young, 
big, <laughs> big mistake. Yeah. BMX guys all alone, you know, yeah. and Francisco here comes over and is probably just, you know, chatting her up a little bit. And the next thing you know, one thing. Why would you not tell your another. wife, okay, don't talk to anyone named yeah. Francisco? Well, here's the thing. Hey, <laughs> hey, wife, I know there's a lot of cool BMX guys over here, a lot younger and more fit than I am. And uh, I'm going to go on this trip with you. You know, that's all you got to do. Let's just go. Let's enjoy this as a couple. You know, like, yeah. I'm not going to send you alone. Um, Francisco pursued swords, uh, for wrote in an email to CNN in the following months, Francisco positioned himself near swords when he oh, could. I bet he did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he rented the, he rented a room down the street from their house, King's household. Uh, and when King treated his wife to a spa day, Francisco joined her. Like <laughs> what a, oh, that's a, that's an all time alpha move right there. Oh gosh. When uh, King treated his wife to a trip for a birthday, Francisco stayed in a nearby hotel. Dang. Yeah. King later noticed inappropriate texts between the pair. And later, uh, Danielle recorded a video of an altercation between King and Francisco. Francisco allegedly put King in a chokehold after he became irate, which prompted the assault battery charge. King provided call logs, hotel receipts, and social media posts to the court as evidence. Hmm. Francisco's attorney here claimed her client did not break up the marriage because. <laughs> I mean, if you're her, if How you're the you attorney with a straight right, face, <laughs> I mean, well, you're getting paid to defend your client or whatever, so yeah. you got to come up with something. But she said their their marriage was already in decline, so he he was just a symptom, not a cause, you know. Yeah, that's what always happens. That's what right. that's what they're always going to say. Uh, this is a quote from her, his attorney. Uh, Verdicts like these ignore the realities of how and why marriages fail and remove personal responsibility for a person's own marriage. She said, "There are no winners in these cases." Well, I I hate to disagree with it. <laughs> there was a winner. Uh, <laughs> Oh, it says her and Francisco are going to appeal the decision, of course. So in North Carolina, it's legal to, for a person to sue an individual, their spouse. Uh, if an individual, his or her spouse, has engaged with outside of the marriage, uh, referred to as the alienation of affection. So uh, alienation of affection laws exist in five other states. Hawaii, we're big in Hawaii, so all you, <laughs> okay. all you guys out there listening, pay attention. Mississippi. Got a got a one few, state over. Yeah, got a few dedicated listeners over in Mississippi. Not that anything's going on with any of them, <laughs> but just keep that in the back of your mind in case your spouse gets going. Next time that pretty young lady's winking at you, or yeah. man, yes, <laughs> New Mexico, South Dakota, and Utah, which Utah. makes sense. The Mormons yeah. they're protecting marriage. I'm surprised Alabama isn't on the list. Yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot. You pretty much can't do anything in Alabama that's not against <laughs> the law. I'm surprised. Uh, but yeah, in Utah, if if your husband or wife is cheating on you and they took off their special Mormon underwear that y'all got to wear and all that stuff, <laughs> and you can sue them. Uh, so anyways, Francisco here is just, just he's messed up. And apparently, and it's not in this article, it's from the original one I read that I didn't save because I'm not smart. He, Francisco doesn't have much of an income coming in, so I don't know how they're going to get $8.8 million out of him, but yeah. I guess everything he works for for the rest of his life will go directly to this guy. I don't know how all that works. So I think this is hilarious that the... <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like such comeuppance that, you know, this philandering wife and her lover get, you know, stuck with such a harsh uh, penalty. Yeah. That being said, 
is this going to stand like you would think on appeal? There's no way. Surely this isn't going to well, stand. Well, if the laws in North Carolina are set up that way, it, right. I guess it has a chance. Now, to me, you know, no, knock on wood, my <laughs> wife doesn't ever cheat on me, okay? Right. But if she were to do that, I, I think probably the last thing I would do would be like, I'm just going to sue you or sue Jody or whoever your boyfriend is, Francisco. Francisco. <laughs> yeah, like friends. What a better name. I mean, there can't be a better name for a My guy. lawyer's opening statement, I, I, point three would be his name is Francisco. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. And you know, I mean, you picture him in your mind. He's got muscles. His hair's like waving in the wind. But I don't know that I, I would just be like, hey, you know, I, I guess you got her now. You know, that's fine. That's good. And I'm going to go back to not having clean clothes anymore and <laughs> living the rest of my life out in solitary. So you wouldn't be like, all right, you got her now fork over $8 yeah, million. I need $8 million. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Which I guess, you know, there was a, in that story, there was another lady in North Carolina who sued her husband's lover and she won $10 million. Ooh, yeah, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty wild. That's crazy. So just keep that in mind. If your wife is cheating on you, move to, Hawaii, Mississippi, Utah, South Dakota, or North Carolina before you file for divorce so you can sue the lover and get some cash out of it. So <laughs> Apparently a lot of cash. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Which, Which, I mean, uh, again, like you said, I don't know how a BMX yeah. you know, bike How much are they pulling in? How much is he's not going to be able to pay $8 million, no, you would think. Oh, no, no. Unless he's just all. locked up some huge endorsement. And, you know, I don't know if he's got a... You know, lawyers are expensive. I that's mean, true. I, I know they are expensive, and uh, if you're going to appeal it, that's going to be a lot of more cash you got to fork out. Which I guess, if you look at it, if you got to pay thirty thousand dollars in legal fees mm-hmm. to your lawyer to get out of eight million, that's probably a pretty sound investment. But I don't know. I tell you this: if I'm Francisco right now, I'm thinking I don't care what she was willing to do for me. Yeah. It was not, not eight million worth million dollars worth. Yeah, not worth it at all. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. She may have been pretty and whatever, but yeah. She may have done things no one else ever yeah. done, but it wasn't worth eight million dollars. I feel like he played it off. He was a little too bold. You know, like you don't show up at the spa day. You don't get a hotel down room down the hall while they're on vacation. You know, you gotta lay low in well, this, this situation. Well this dude he, he locked her husband up in a headlock. He's yeah. cocky. Yeah, oh you know? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, no, he's big time. He thought he was he thought he was really bad. And he then that judge <laughs> slapped him down. <laughs> he thinks he's God's gift to his boss's wife. <laughs> yeah, right. So <laughs> uh, uh, two morals of the story. Don't send your wife alone to a BMX conference. <laughs> and second, uh, you can, Mike can get some cash out of it if you do. So, yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, let's see. Our next story here is entire police department resigns at once, saying the town seemingly cares so little about us. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know this could happen. I, I I thought there were laws in place to stop this from happening. Yeah, I don't know. But then again, can't you can't force a can't grown force man to, to do yeah take know, a something. job? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, that's weird. I guess uh, you know this is what we get for everybody kneeling for the national anthem or whatever. <laughs> you know, I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All four members of a police department in Blandford, Massachusetts. So. 
It's not a large town. If yeah. there's only four police yeah, officers. Yeah, that's a pretty small town. But that said. We got more than that in Fayette. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot yeah. Of, lot, probably a lot more meth in Fayette, Alabama than They didn't step down, but I remember one time when uh, they cleaned house. and Yeah. We, oh, I got a whole story about that I can tell you, <laughs> but I, I don't want to say it on the air. <laughs> okay. I, well, I, I'll just say I remember I was uh, a teenager at the time. Yeah. I had my I had been driving for two years, and I knew if I saw one cop car in town, it was smooth sailing yeah. the rest of the day. Yeah, I could drive right. as fast as I wanted to drive. Well, and just for, for our listeners, Fayette County, Alabama, has the distinction of having, I think, two, maybe three sheriffs who have been arrested for felonies, <laughs> yeah. uh, one of which who, after he got out, was elected to the county commission, and then later, as a felon who can't carry a firearm, was elected back to being sheriff again. So <laughs> that's just that's just a town tiny in hour we spent a lot of our youth in. So. Small town Alabama. Yeah. There you go. Anyways, back to Massachusetts. Anyway, they all resigned suddenly and without notice, saying that they could no longer work for a town that seemingly cares so little about us. ABC affiliate WGGB reported. So they're all like, nobody loves us. Don't quit. (laughs) The four officers, including interim police chief Roberta Sarnaki, notified the community's select board by email Monday night. (laughs) They quit in the email. Right. That's (laughs) cold-blooded. They cited safety issues and insufficient remuneration, cruisers with shoddy brakes, ill-fitting ballistic vests, faulty radios, understaffing, and low pay, uh, WGGB reported. So, I mean, the article doesn't say anything. Did they not try to address these issues right. before it got to this point? Well, it Because may- obviously, our police force, they got to have brakes on the yeah, cruisers. Right. They got to have properly fitting vests. You don't want them getting shot. Right. So well, if this is true, they they brings up some some valid points, I think. But isn't how you raise revenue for a police department is just start writing everybody speeding tickets? <laughs> I just thought that's how it went. <laughs> Seems to work that way in Northport, Alabama. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, quote: We refuse to put our lives on the line anymore for a town that seemingly cares so little about us. The mm. officer said in a media statement. The officers were also upset over the idea of merging them with a department in the neighboring town of Chester to reduce cost. Kara Latendre, the Blanford Select Board Chair, told WGGB the en masse exit caught the board unaware. Honestly, it was a surprise for us that the police chose to walk out, she told the station. Um, if they're trying to address these issues, yeah. either, <laughs> either they all just got mad and up and quit, yeah. Or they've been a you know they've been trying to address this before in which it shouldn't have caught you unaware. Right. Well, <laughs> you, know? you know the saying is people don't leave jobs they leave managers. So like whoever like county committee or city right. council or whatever were probably not worth anything, and so they were just like I'm tired of this. Mm-hmm. Nobody listens. To, we've been telling them for a year that we need new brakes on the squad car. Yeah, because I can't have more than probably two or three squad <laughs> cars. Which really, how can you not get the brakes fixed on them? That's like probably. Total thousand dollars for get all four of them fixed. I know I mean, that's like that's a, that's a day of sales tax down at your convenience store. That's like something somebody in tire manufacturing has to do, yeah, not the police. Right. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Know? Yeah, you're like, well, I don't, I don't get it. So, yeah, they're they're leaving for more than just that. They've been telling somebody about these problems and nothing's getting done about it. It says the Massachusetts State Police released a statement saying that it will continue to provide police protection to Blandford for decades. The Massachusetts State police have maintained a strong presence in the town of Blanford, providing police services on a daily basis and responding to emergency and routine calls 
for service to supplement the local department's capabilities. State police also exclusively provide police services in the town of the overnight shift. The statement read, We have notified town officials that we maintain our commitment to the town and will assume any additional duties required in the wake of the resignations of local officers. The residents of Blandford may be assured that the state police will continue to protect their community. So, hmm. state police, they, re- so they like, released a yeah. statement saying, hey, we're going to pick up the slack. But it sounded like they were saying, hey, Don't we've been doing out. it all along anyways, y'all. <laughs> you know? So, yeah. and maybe that's part of the problem, too. State police are in there like big dog in the normal, the regular police department and... They uh they just got tired of all of it and left. Maybe. Which if you got the state police that are patrolling your town on a regular basis and providing all these services, why would you put any money into your police department? Yeah, yeah. You know? I mean, so now I may side with the city council on this one. <laughs> I don't know. But anyways, they're hiring up in Blandford if you're a police officer and you're right. looking for some work. You can probably roll in as chief immediately and and maybe get a pay raise. So. And if you're a criminal, yeah. <laughs> get your criminal license done now. Better, better get it in now. It's like the purge <laughs> up there. Yes. Um, which, you know, that'll kind of lead us into our next story of the people who stole the shark. Yes. Um, a surveillance video shows a trio stealing a shark by disguising it as a baby. So apparently the police presence wasn't too good out in San Antonio. Um, and this, there's a video of this. I think it was posted in the Facebook group, wasn't it? I'm pretty sure yeah, it was. Uh, maybe. I saw it everywhere, so I can't okay. remember. We had a lot of activity in we the did. Facebook group. Back to the story here. Um, this is from Leon Valley, Texas. Um, Leon Valley police say a well-trained trio took a shark, took shark week too far, stealing a horn shark from the San Antonio Aquarium Saturday afternoon. According to Leon Valley police chief Joseph Ooh, Salvaggio. Yeah, that's Nailed probably it. right. Uh, the group stole the shark from an open pool where visitors were allowed to reach in and pet the various species in the tank. Two men and a woman are wanted in connection with the theft. Um, Salvaggio said one of the men grabbed the shark by its tail while the others wrapped it in a wet blanket, went into a back room, put the shark in a bucket, and put the bucket in a baby stroller. <laughs> so they disguised the shark as the baby? That's right. Uh, according to Jenny Spielman, the general manager of the aquarium, an employee noticed what was going on and immediately notified management. Yeah, how do you not notice that, uh, that someone's just that yanking someone's a shark out of the shark out of the tank? Uh, which I don't know. Have you ever been to one of those things where you can pet the sharks? You know, yeah. Well, yeah. it get a little crowded around there. I was about to say we went to the aquarium that was in. Uh, Gatlinburg. Well, yeah. it's in Pigeon Forge, I think. Yeah, so no, it's in Gatlinburg. It's the it Aquarium of the Smokies. Yeah, <laughs> yes. I've been to that one, too. Yeah, And they've got like a little uh, stingray petting area, yeah. but there's some of the sharks can still make it up into the right. area where you can pet because they, they have somebody there on duty. Like, if a shark swims up, they're like, all right, everybody take their fingers out of the water. <laughs> <laughs> and then the shark will swim off. And well, that's go no back fun. To <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, if you're in Tennessee, there's been a redneck to try to <laughs> pet a shark before. You know? There's probably been one running a rattle trap through there. <laughs> You're probably right. Drop a line in. Yeah. Sit out a trot line. <laughs> uh, we've got my jugs out. We're going to catch us a shark today. <laughs> Spielman said the men and women went into a back room and put the shark into a San, Anto- San Antonio aquarium bucket that had had a bleach solution in it. Oh, uh, man. She said the bleach might have shocked the shark system. Yeah, you think? I mean, yeah. I don't think it would too. Yeah. Uh, the men are then seen on surveillance, uh, 
emerging from the room with a bucket, loading the bucket into the bottom of a stroller. Uh, when we first got the call, we thought it was kind of a hoax, being that it was Shark Week last week, uh, Salvaggio said. But it turns out someone actually went inside the aquarium there and stole a horn shark. Oh, man. Uh, Salvaggio said the group had to have some knowledge of aquariums and likely went to the aquarium specifically for that shark. It's very obvious the person knows what he's looking for and went there specifically uh, for that area. We got a good look at the person or persons involved. There's three people involved. Uh, Spillman said the group attempted to pass the shark off as the baby. Uh, and Spillman went out to the parking lot to confront the group about the shark there. One of the, ref- one of the men refused to let Sh- Spillman search the truck and said that his son was sick and he needed to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> the man got into the truck, drove away, leaving the woman and the other men behind. Police have tracked down. Yeah, if you're not an officer, what, yeah. what are you going to do? They'll be like, oh, yeah. tough luck, buddy. Yeah, let me search your truck. No. Yeah, no. My son's sick. I got to get home. He's got <laughs> he's got bleach in his nose. Which I can't believe you left the other two behind, you know? <laughs> hey, uh, man, when when the uh, when the authorities catch wind, it's every man for himself. That's true. <laughs> Police have tracked down the truck and are trying to determine who was driving the truck at the time of the theft, if not the truck's owner. Police said they have a person of interest in custody and have impounded the truck. So far, no charges have been filed. The suspects, when caught, are facing felony theft charges in connection with the case. Uh, We'll be surprised if the shark survives, the sheriff said. Uh, We sure hope it does, but being outside of that environment that it's made to be in, the warm water, the salt water, there's a good chance it won't make it. Uh, While horned sharks are carnivores, Salvaggio said that their diet is, which weird that the sheriff knows about, this is the, I'm wondering if the, they put the wrong name in this spot. Yeah. Because he's a sheriff. Said Slash that, marine biologist. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, said that their diet is mostly composed of crustaceans, making it an ideal species of shark to put in an open aquarium. Hmm. Um, those with information in the sh- uh, shark theft are asked to call Sergeant Ed- Eddie Gonzalez with the Leon Valley Police Department at 662 493 Two zero five nine. So, if y'all get, has any information? Yeah, call that number six six two four nine three two zero five nine. You can help solve a mystery. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, that just took a shark week, you know, to the next level, and it's just weird, you know. Uh, I guess you could probably buy a shark, you know, or I don't know. Can you buy a shark? I've never been in the market for I mean, a shark. People buy. Tigers and stuff, don't yeah, they? Yeah, right. So I don't you, see why you couldn't. Yeah, there's got to be a way. Somebody knows a guy that can get them a shark. You mm-hmm. know, if you can buy methamphetamine and tigers <laughs> and everything else, somebody can get you, you a shark. You think that's what this was for? You think this was, they were going to sell it on the the, on black, the black market, the black fish market? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> maybe so, or maybe they're just like sitting around watching Shark Week. And you know how it is. You got a girl there. She, there's two guys, and she starts going, "Man, I'd really like to have a shark." And them guys are like, "I'll get you a shark. You want a shark? I'll get you a shark." You know, let's go on up to the aquarium and loaded it up and took it with them. So, Man. yeah. So, anyways, word of the wise: don't steal a shark. Probably not a good move. Don't put it in a former bleach bucket either. That's not going to be good for it. Well, I wonder if that was part of the. Part of the heist because they had to calm down the shark. They're like just stick it so in he some bleach, so he wouldn't just go crazy and start flopping around everywhere. Yeah, that's true. You know? Yeah, I don't know. That's kind of what I thought. I mean, because it said it was a 
I, I'm sure they didn't just stick it in a bottle of bleach, but yeah. maybe they added just enough to kind of shock the shark yeah. and calm him down. Or they could have just went in a cleaning closet and there was a bucket there. And they're like, hey, get that bucket. You know? Well, like, if that's the case, it worked out perfectly. Yeah, right. Because that's like the fish equivalent of like holding the chloroform over <laughs> true, somebody's nose. True. Yeah, well, you know. Shh, shh, go sleep, shark. <laughs> Yeah, that probably worked out well for him. But then the fact that he left the other two in the parking lot—I mean, you can't—you can't leave any loose ends in a shark heist, <laughs> well, you know? You can't. Well, I mean, what did they did they get them or I did they so. just scatter? You know, I don't know. I don't know. But I remember when I was a teenager and we would go toilet paper people's yards. Yeah, the plan was if somebody catches wise, you scatter. Yeah, you got <laughs> a rendezvous point. Exactly. Yes, true. <laughs> yeah, I'll say I've done. I've done the scatter technique before several <laughs> different well. several different situations in my life. It worked well because you know, yeah. one person can can only follow one other yeah, person. Right? Yeah. Cops bust up a pasture party in West Alabama. You just hit the everybody runs in a different direction. There's only two of them. There's like 45 of y'all. Yes. The majority of you are going to get away. Now, who, the guys that can't run fast or pick the wrong direction. That was tough me. luck. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, I've been gone in a heartbeat. <laughs> like, if they're going to catch me. They're going to, you know, they're going to have to really run. So, but shark heist. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Shark. Stole heist. a shark. Stole a shark. And Man. it's not good. People don't go stealing sharks. So. <laughs> or anything. But if you do, you know, call don't the show it. and let us know about <laughs> yes. it. We won't rat you out at all. Nope. I won't. I promise I'm not a snitch. I'll let you can get away with just about anything outside of, you know, violent crimes and stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, well, I will say it's on you when yeah. you call us not to provide any details yeah, right, that would yeah. get you busted. Yeah, you don't yeah. call us. First, block your number. <laughs> be smart about it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> be smart about it. Yeah. Because I'm not going to rat you out. But if a police are like, well, this guy just gave his name and address on this voicemail, we're going to his house. There's if, nothing if I can the do about that. If the cop comes to me and they want to check my voicemail, I'm going to I'm gonna hand it over. Oh, That's yeah? just how it is. <laughs> I'd fight him a little bit about it, you know. Like, this is America, you know. You can't be looking at that stuff. <laughs> That's just me. Okay, anyway, next story. WWE star Glenn Jacobs, a.k.a. Kane, yeah. has been elected mayor in Tennessee. What was he, like the Big Red Machine or something? He was, oh, that was the Cincinnati Reds of like the 60s and 70s. He was like the abominate. He was like the half-brother of The Undertaker, yeah, right. I think. Yes. Yeah. Which The Undertaker, he's a biker now, isn't he? I don't know what he is. I haven't watched I hope wrestling. he's not a BMX biker. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched wrestling since I was a kid. But when I, I was a kid, he was like, you know. Like he, used to. Well, he was an undertaker. He had yeah. the, his little manager had the urn, and he was digging graves for yes. the people he was going to beat in the ring. That's right. Now I think he's a biker. Anyway, a WWE star who made his name playing a monstrous abomination in the ring has been elected mayor in Tennessee. 
Glenn Jacobs, who wrestling fans will know better as Kane, won two-thirds of the vote in Knox County, beating Democrats. Two-thirds? Two-thirds. That's pretty impressive. This is Tennessee. Yeah, did, that's true. Did you think anyone was going to have a chance <laughs> that's against true. a WWE that's star? True. Yeah, that's like a NASCAR guy running for office in Alabama. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> or Nick Saban. Nick yeah, Saban true. could, yeah. if he wanted to be yeah. governor of Alabama, he could be yes. governor next we, election. We would elect like that. Yeah, we would elect Nick to governor. We would appoint him pope. We would, uh, we would, we would let him do anything. The only reason he couldn't be president is because Alabama doesn't have enough electoral votes <laughs> to, right. to get him president. Right. But really, if you're in living Alabama, <laughs> unless you're an Auburn fan, you'll let Nick do. Anything. He can circumcise your baby. You know, yes. I mean, like, you're just like, yeah, sure, Coach Saban, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, the the woman he was running against was Democrat Linda Haney. The 51-year-old Republican ran on issues like keeping taxes low, improved infrastructure, and transparency. He is the second WWE star to win public office in the U.S. following the Jesse Ventura's footsteps. Uh, take that back. Third. He's about to say he's not, yeah. Donald Trump is in the WWE <laughs> Hall is. of Fame. He's he a Hall of Famer, okay? <laughs> so, just to let you know. Now, don't try to slide our president Donald Trump. This is Trump. fake news. That's right. It <laughs> nice, is fake news. Nice try, BBC. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Anyway. Don't give his president his due. <laughs> Mr. Ventura was elected mayor of Brooklyn Park, Minnesota in 1990, going on to be elected state governor in 1998. Mr. Jacobs rose to fame. So we're back to Kane here. Yeah. He rose to fame in the mid-90s with his breakthrough character, Kane, <laughs> the masked half-brother of The Undertaker. But despite Kane being described as a monstrous abomination that seems to have been extracted directly from your childhood nightmares, Mr. Jacobs believes his former career will be a help and not a hindrance. Okay. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> this is Tennessee. Yes. <laughs> the thing someone like me brings to a race like this is because of who I am. I can put Knox County in a positive light nationally, he told local news station WBIR. There are so many great things our country has to offer, and frankly, the rest of the country needs to know about it. His colleagues at the WWE were quick to treat congrats, tweet congratulations. It is unclear if the wrestler now plans to hang up his mask for good in order to allow him to focus on his political career. He last appeared as Kane just a few weeks ago in June. Mr. Jacobs, who also owns an insurance business in Knoxville, will be sworn in as mayor on September 1st. In the meantime, Knox County reporters are no doubt scrambling for ideas on how best to interview the 6-8 mayor. Luckily, wow. <laughs> at least one of them had a crate on hand Thursday. <laughs> and there's yeah. a... a Wonderful picture here where he's being interviewed by somebody and he's, standing, he's, on a milk stand, he's crate. standing on a milk crate. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end of the story. How about that? Well, does it is it does it really surprise anybody that you know, no, Knox not at all. County Tennessee elected Kane as yeah. mayor, which you know hopefully does a good job. It, yeah, it's a I, I was actually was listening to someone else he, uh, and he's got experience as a businessman because right. he owns an insurance business. So. I was listening to like some radio news and. uh Apparently, Knox County, which has Knoxville in it, mm -hmm. there's a mayor of Knoxville, but there's a county position called mayor, too. So, he's not the mayor of the city, Knoxville, which is a oh, fairly big city. Oh, he better look out, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's coming for him. <laughs> you talk about a battle for the ages. He's going to come off that top rope, <laughs> right. knock you out of that chair That's so right. fast. <laughs> he's coming for the belt. You know, you better get ready, whoever you are. Yeah. So, it's not. he's not mayor of Knox. 
Knoxville, but which shout out to my buddy Paul who lives up there, has a radio <laughs> yeah. show, Jazz Me Blue on uh, WVDX up there. Y'all can check that out. It's a great show. But, uh, but yeah, so he's over the county, I guess. He's like the yeah. whole, I'm the head of the whole whole thing. So, mm-hmm. you know, good for him. And <laughs> I got another political story here I'm about to do next. And I just want to uh, say this has some sensitive information in it i'm being totally serious if you have children um if if you are the type of person who doesn't like sensitive stuff then then you may want to take a moment and tune away before i get into this so it's special i'll say that it's it's definitely different and it just goes to show you the level of which politics will get to so um I'm going to give you just a few more seconds and uh, and let you. Uh, I'll clip in that super cool I'll, countdown. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll let you clip in the uh, countdown beginning right now. Okay. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. All right, so here we go. Uh, A Virginia Democratic House candidate tweets that GOP opponent is a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a believer in Bigfoot. That's well documented on this show. Yes. I was unaware that Bigfoot erotica was a thing. Was a genre. (laughs) But this gets me to my... My point that I've made for years, and I may have made it on the show before, is that the internet is the worst thing to ever happen to humanity. <laughs> because it allows... Or is it the best thing? <laughs> I don't know. If you're into Bigfoot erotica, maybe it is. Because it allows people who are into weird stuff to get together. Right. So used to, pre-internet, if you were into Bigfoot erotica, you were probably the only person who knew you were into Bigfoot erotica. <laughs> and that was just your thing. That, that was you just your thing. Secret. Yeah, you didn't tell anybody about it. You didn't talk about it or anything. <laughs> Next thing you know, you get on the internet and you find out there's a bunch of people that like Bigfoot erotica. Y'all and by get, a bunch, I mean like 200. Yes, but you think, because that's the only world you're interacting in now, <laughs> yes. that it's, it's totally cool and we're normal. And so... Anyways, so that's the problem with the internet. Let's too many weirdos get together. All right. So, uh, Virginia, I just, I'm sorry. I'm a, I'm a 12 year old child in my mind. I will never not be. This lady has a great name. Virginia candidate Leslie Cockburn <laughs> on Sunday, <laughs> which if I'm your opponent, you know, I'm yeah. constantly referring to you by your last name. Oh, yeah, totally. This is like, nice try, Cockburn. Well, unless you're into Bigfoot erotica. That, like, trumps your name. Yeah. Uh, on Sunday, called out her GOP opponent for being what she called a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. Cockburn tweeted two screenshots of illustrations posted by Denver Riggleman's private Instagram page, both of which depict a nude Sasquatch with its genitals censored. (laughs) My opponent, opponent, Denver Riggleman, running mate of Corey Stewart, was caught on camera campaigning with a white supremacist, Cockburn wrote in one tweet. Now he has been exposed as a devotee of Bigfoot erotica. This is not what we need on Capitol Hill. Hmm. So there's a picture 
I show it to you. <laughs> yes. I'll tell you what. I just want to say, okay, if you go look up this uh, this picture, yeah, the the <laughs> Bigfoot is censored. Yeah, a but large, let, me, <laughs> let me just say they had to go back to the store and get a bigger censor yeah. box. A large, <laughs> a lo- that's going to get in the way out in the woods. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> the reason he don't the reason he's large and lumbering through the woods is because he don't want to trip <laughs> yeah like, exactly that's what you're hearing banging against trees out there <laughs> um oh no yeah uh the the quote on it from denver riggleman <laughs> <laughs> says cover art for mating habitats of Bigfoot almost complete. I'm sorry, cover art for hashtag mating habitats of Bigfoot almost complete. I'm going to totally search that hashtag later. Is it habitats or habits? Oh, habits. Yeah, yeah sorry. Okay. Mating habits of Bigfoot almost complete. I hide nothing in this magnificent tome. Don't erase the censor box. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> So here's another one. My buddies thought this pick was fitting for my birthday next week and to celebrate my new book release in about a month or two, Mating Habitats of Bigfoot and Why Women Want Him. Habits. Habit. Oh, golly. I'm sorry. I'm just all flustered. But they photoshopped his head on this one. Oh, dang. And once again, Bigfoot's quite impressive unit there. So, uh, Riggleman, Makes me kind of jealous. Yeah. Riggleman is a former aircraft officer and craft distillery owner, which brings up a whole nother tangent of mine that people who drink craft beer are, are weird anyways. Yeah. You know, He was selected last month as a GOP nominee to replace a representative Tom Garrett in Virginia's 5th Congressional District. Cockburn also refused... <laughs> Also referred to Riggleman as a running mate of Corey Stewart, the Republican nominee in a Virginia Senate race. Um, Stewart has been reported to have endorsed this uh, white supremacist guy and one of uh, Bigfoot's, uh, one of Riggleman's Bigfoot posts reportedly includes a caption that describes the image as cover art for a book on the mating habits of Bigfoot. So I've already went over that. Uh, so Riggleman told the Daily Progress in Charlottesville that the images were a joke from his military friends and described Ch- Cockburn's tweets as absurd. Riggleman did co-author at least one book about the creature, Bigfoot Exterminators Incorporated, the partially cautionary, mostly true tale of a monster hunt in 2006. But a source told the newspaper that is assuredly not erotica. Hmm. So, I'll just say that, you know, I mean, <laughs> I think maybe he's got a point. Like, his buddies found these pictures. He's written some sort of Bigfoot book, and they're just, like, sending them to him as a joke. There's right. something I could totally get into. Yeah. You know? But if you're going to run for office, um, you really, of any kind, you need account. to, yeah, before you do anything, you need to go through there and go, let me, <laughs> let me delete the Bigfoot. Well, now I will Post. say, <laughs> I will say that uh, in the days since this article, I read some articles where they were uh, people were actually kind of referring to this as uh, quote kink shaming. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I've heard some people say that uh, now. Okay, look, if you're running on the Democratic side, it makes perfect sense for the Republican 
for like the one for the you know whoever's running for the Republican Party to come out and say this because you know I feel like more there's going to be more conservative people more Republicans who are going to that's going to you know excite them and make them want to vote against the other person right but now people on the Democratic side who are more um, how can I say, how can I describe this who are more open to yeah. Um, all kind of possibilities. <laughs> yes. Yeah, right. People on the Democratic side are much more open to uh, various forms of uh, human sexuality and Bigfoot sexuality. And, yeah, right. <laughs> and so there's. I've heard a lot of people saying, "Hey, you know, Cockburn here should have just focused on, hey, this guy's run with a white supremacist before, which is legitimately concerning. True. But when you go out and you start making fun of this guy for having a a kink that he may or may not have. It may right. just, it's, it, may it just really does sound to me like yeah. it's just a big Could joke. Could have been his military buddies if I can a joke with him. But, you know, this is actually going to make him appear more sympathetic. Yeah. And right. it's going to make your own base less excited to go right. out to turn up on at the polls and, <laughs> and push your button in a voting booth, you know? What do you think, like, uh, when this came up to his wife, like, you know, <laughs> like when she sees this and she's like, Honey, uh, are you like into Bigfoot stuff? He's like, I think she knows about it. She maybe so, maybe so. Or he's just like, no, honey, it's not what it looks like. It's an anthropological study. You know, like, I'm it's not a, into that. This is science. I'm a Bigfoot mating habits. <laughs> but I say Bigfoot. I mean, hey, hats off to you, Bigfoot. If these drawings are correct, hats off to you, buddy. <laughs> Let me say, you know, Bigfoot. That's. I think we, we we should have come up with a better name. Well, you know what they say about a man with big feet. That's all I'm saying. Oh, <laughs> I mean, my you know, big feet, big hands, all that good stuff. Oh, our, our president, WWE Hall of Famer Donald Trump. <laughs> he has little hands. He has little hands. But he'll tell you there's no problem. He's got some Bigfoot genes in him, according to him. <laughs> well, so. according, according to him, he's yes. probably got tiger blood. <laughs> <laughs> Since we're in our uh, since we're in our adult only section That's of the right. podcast, I hope so. If <laughs> yes. you're a kid and listen to this, you need to turn it off now and pray. All right. <laughs> okay. This story, this is a little bit more mild than our last one, but don't bring your kids back just yet. Uh, this next story: people are rubbing uh, toothpaste on their bosoms to okay. make them bigger. All right. Um, I can get behind this movement. <laughs> it says here. Before we start, let's all take a big sigh because you're going to need it. Okay. So, yeah. <sighs> all right. Hot on the heels of other methods of um, trying to attain health and beauty, influencers are now encouraging women to smother their bosom in toothpaste in Vaseline to reduce sagging and make their bosom grow larger. Okay. So one YouTuber called herself Natural Beauty 556 uploaded a video titled... Titan sagging breast in just five days using toothpaste, no joke. Claiming that a mixture of toothpaste, plain flour, egg whites, and grated cucumber <laughs> will tighten up your breast like really, really crazy, y'all. Really, really crazy. <laughs> really, really crazy. And then another channel, Susanna Home Remedy, suggests putting toothpaste on your the tips <laughs> and rubbing Vaseline 
on the bosom to make your breast grow larger. These videos have received millions of views from people desperate to change the shape and size of their breast without surgery. Or, or weirdos who just want to see people <laughs> rub stuff. I mean, that's what I tell you. The internet's a problem, y'all. It's a problem. It's if, a million, they, millions. There's a bunch of dudes in on that. All right. That's true. It's not clear how many of them have actually attempted the technique, but before any more people rush off to buy some tubes of Colgate, it's important for us to make clear that rubbing toothpaste on your breast will not make them any bigger, but uh, it will also not reduce sagging. In fact, the only thing it's going to do is make your breast smell smell mid- minty. Okay. Which, I, hey, I, that's still I'm nice. Totally, I'm okay with that. That's yeah. fine. That's Which fine. is a benefit in its own right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> You might notice a feeling of tightness, however, and that's because the toothpaste is drying. You might notice a feeling of tightness, however, that's because the toothpaste is drying. So will make skin anywhere on your body feel a bit drier and tighter, and that's why people use toothpaste to treat spots because it dries out oil and sebum. Okay. I see what they're saying. Yeah. It's yeah. Basically, it's not making anything grow. It's just drying your skin. Yeah, it's just drying your skin, you do which is making it a little yeah. tight. Yeah. Uh, try smudging some toothpaste on your hand, and you'll feel that the skin seems tighter. But that this sensation—where's the fun in that? Though <laughs> it's washed away once the toothpaste is removed. So once yeah. the toothpaste is gone, it's yeah. you know what perceived benefit there was yeah. is gone, gone with the water. The fact is that applying something to the top of your skin won't make any deeper changes to your body. Just as lotion can't melt away fat, but it can make your legs shinier and appear slimmer. Toothpaste cannot penetrate deeply enough into the skin to reach the breast tissue that have become that have any long-term effect. The same logic applies to Vaseline. If you rub your bosom with petroleum jelly, they might appear larger because they'll have a sheen, but you won't notice an actual increase in the size as a result. Hmm. <laughs> but, I'm gonna have to do some experiments. <laughs> you know, but you know what? Hey, knock yourself out. It says it, it says it gives the illusion. So. Yeah, I mean, hey honey, let's we're gonna try it. Well, you don't listen anyway, so yeah. What's the old saying? Ignorance is bliss. That's right, yeah. <laughs> Christopher Englefield, medical director at London Bridge Plastic Surgery and Aesthetic Clinic, tells Metro.co.uk this bizarre advice simply preys on many women who are unhappy with the size of their breast and who might resort to bizarre, quote, medical fixes to find a solution to their problem. Exactly what a plastic surgeon would say. <laughs> yeah, Exactly. Y'all come on down. So that's not working. Y'all come on down and see me. Yeah, I know. I got, I'm, I'm on to you, buddy. Sadly, like a lot of guidance on the Internet, the Vaseline and toothpaste method of breast augmentation is fake news and pure online quackery. Okay. Uh, your breast may end up smelling minty fresh, but it's highly unlikely that there will be any growth. You're not going to get gingivitis either. <laughs> you prefer your evidence anecdotal rather than expert. Take note of this. Beauty blogger, makeup mesha, tried the Vaseline and toothpaste trick for 30 days and reported no results at all. It did not work, she said. I tried it every night like an idiot. Had my boyfriend looking at me like, what is she doing? Well, uh, yeah, don't be taking your shirt off in front of your boyfriend. Y'all need to get married, all right? <laughs> the YouTube video said that it increased and maximized breast tissue. No, it didn't do that at all. Don't be like me. Don't rub toothpaste on your tips or va- Vaseline on your bosom because it will not grow your boobs. 
Thankfully, unlike many other DIY beauty treatments, this one won't cause much damage if you've already tried it. The toothpaste may be too harsh on your skin and could lead to irritation, but once you wash it off and give your skin time to recover, you should be totally fine. I wished I had read this before I squeezed a tube of toothpaste down my pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was going to say. Apparently, Bigfoot's been putting some toothpaste on on a regular basis. On a real regular basis. So, Okay. Yeah, I'll just say, uh, you know, I don't, I mean, where do you go with this now? I mean, they're not hurting anybody. You know, but I would just like to, whatever the lady's name was that started all of it, like, where you're just sitting around and you're like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to rub some toothpaste. I got a whole (laughs) tube of Colgate right here and I want to just see what happens. You know, stop stop kink shaming, John. I'm not, I mean, I just wonder what your thought process is, you know? <laughs> right, right. But maybe she got some on her hand or something one day, and she was like, oh, well, I tightened my skin up, and, you know, my I'm boobs. i try this somewhere else. Yeah, I'm going to try this somewhere else and see what happens. And <sighs> I don't know. But, yeah, millions of people watching it. That ain't all ladies. <laughs> yeah. I'm just guarantee you. So, But good for her. I bet she monetized that video on YouTube and started making some bank off of it. I bet she so did. So maybe that was the best thing she could have ever done. Hats off. Yeah. Pay attention for my new rubbing toothpaste on different things <laughs> channel coming straight to YouTube. <laughs> Guys, uh, we're going to see what works and what doesn't work. All right. All right, everybody, bring your kids back in. Okay. <laughs> yes, all right. right. All is over. All the craziness <laughs> is over now. <laughs> Oh, I got a little cough. I get choked up whenever I'm almost about to talk about Cajun Curl. Which, if you didn't know, you could rub Cajun Curl on your breast, <laughs> on your chicken breast. All right. Yeah. It won't, make, your, it won't make them larger, but it will make, make them taste make way, them taste way better. better. Right. So, <laughs> what you do with that in your own personal life is up to you. Uh, but we want to thank Cajun Curl, the world famous uh, Bayou Blended Spice, for their support. Check them out at CajunCurl.com. You can order their spice there. And their Cajun Curl cutter for potatoes right there on CajunCurl.com. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana. So you know it's authentic. And it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of rubbing it on. Their spiral potato cutter is absolutely amazing. It's easy to use and it's easy to clean and it'll allow you to make your own chips and using the Cajun Curl Spice. Put that on there, drop it in the fryer. A few minutes, you got some amazing potato chips. Um, on their website, CajunCurl.com, you can not only order the original Bayou Blended Spice, but the Cajun Curl Chip Cutter. You can also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer, or you can order your own from there. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it. Now, here locally in Tuscaloosa, Alabama, the hub of the universe, um, you can get it at Vowels on Skyland Boulevard and at South Finest Meat. All their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the tasty Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, and has a little kick, but it doesn't burn your lips world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. CajunCurl.com. Check them out today. 
and order it. It'll change your life. It'll make you a better person. Possibly enhance your breast. So, <laughs> chicken breast. Chicken breast. It will enhance your chicken yeah, breast. Chicken breast. Just to clarify that. <laughs> chicken breast. Yeah. So check it out. Which, by the way, you know what I forgot to talk about? Is the what? fact that we have a phone number now. We do. We do. And let me go ahead and give that out. You remember <laughs> I said I was going to do that at the very beginning, and yeah. I completely forgot about that. Well, it's not a live show, so it's not like they're yeah. missing out anyway. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So we have a phone number. It is 662-493-2059. 662-493-2059. Call us. Just yeah. call us. We'll eventually have it where we can get calls live on the air as we're doing the show because we're going to be broadcasting the show and everything. That's coming down the road, you know. I don't want to. <laughs> we're working get everybody towards high, that. Yeah, we're working towards that. But now, just call and leave us a voicemail about whatever you want to leave us a voicemail about. I mean, it and can, there's a good chance it'll get played on the yeah, show. You can make the most random voicemail. You can tell us about a weird thing you saw. Like I saw two dogs humping on the way home from Selma <laughs> on uh, yesterday. Yeah. So I could have called and left a message about that, but I didn't even, I didn't know we had a cell uh, number until I got home. Um, so you can call us, sing to us, do whatever you want to just, just leave us a message. You know, we want to hear from you and <laughs> it'd just be kind of funny just to see what folks got to, what you can come up with. Cause y'all some pretty creative people. Yeah. So anyways, call our number six, six, two, Four nine three two zero five nine. Hand your phone to a homeless person, dial it, and just let him ramble for five minutes. That'll be great. That'd yeah. be fine with me. All right. Well, for our community news, um, we don't have we don't any have emails. any community news. We don't right. have any uh, reviews. No. Facebook or iTunes. Otherwise, yeah, just no reviews. So <laughs> voicemail. No, they do have a voicemail. It's not a good voicemail. So. <laughs> You can play it if you want to. I don't care. It, it may sound a bit well. This is immediately. <laughs> let me just preface it. I found Tiny. I saw that on Facebook we had a number, and I was almost home. I was sitting at the red light uh, down here at 69 and Highway 82. Everybody worldwide knows where that intersection is. We'll just leave it out. <laughs> no, it's cool. And then I called, and uh, and I was all like, I'm going to leave a great voicemail, and then I didn't have anything prepared to say, so it was horrible. So play it. It's fine. All right, here we go. Hey, 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 you know what's going on? You know what, uh, what's up with the Bigfoot <laughs> and, uh, the, uh, the Loch Ness Monster? It's fake. What y'all, y'all gonna talk about that? <laughs> we did. Yeah, right. We did, actually. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So. <laughs> fake news that's fake news <laughs> so leave us a voicemail at our number if so we can you know hear whatever funny stuff you got to say it'll be way better than that one i just left so <laughs> call 662-493-2059 leave us a message and you know we'll play it on the air you can put whatever you want to on there as long as it's not vulgar or anything like that right. which i mean don't be that way you ain't gotta be that guy all right mm -hmm. or lady you know, hopefully you're not that type of person. You gotta, you gotta be cussing and all that. Just tell us whatever you want to tell, you know, and we'll, uh, we'll put it on here and you can be like, uh, world famous. Yeah. Cause we're listening to worldwide <laughs> from New Zealand to Winston County, Alabama, the free state of Winston. I guess we can talk about this story here since oh, yeah? it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like maybe a warning to, our audience it says uh, scammers are selling knockoff metal straws 
<laughs> and uh, this stems from the California story, which we haven't yes. mentioned on here, but apparently straws are, have now been banned in California. <laughs> Man, are you aware of that? Yeah, it makes me sneeze whenever I think about it. There was there was actually a member of our audience that brought that to a Brought that to our attention. Right, yes. Well, two things. It's no longer a felony to give somebody HIV. <laughs> oh, yes. That's right. Yes, Lindsay. Yeah. I, I meant to talk about that <laughs> yeah. on this show. Sorry, Lindsay. Oh, totally sorry. Yeah, not a felony to give somebody HIV in California anymore. So and I don't think it's a felony, sense. but it is illegal to have plastic straws yeah, now. Yeah, if you, you have know? a plastic straw, you're going down. Yeah. Well, as in a, as a response to the plastic straw ban there have been some young entrepreneurs come up and they develop these and it really is pretty neat like i mean you can have anything we don't care about the environment at all yeah. here in alabama right yeah no but we'll said, dump a box of straws out just for fun <laughs> yeah, that's it actually you can take 22 shells and put them in a straw and throw them up in the air over asphalt and now you might want to stand behind your car when you do this but it'll come down on that 22 shell and it being rimfire, it'll pop off. And, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I'll try that. I have <laughs> taped BB guns to shot, uh, BBs to shotgun shells and <laughs> thrown those up before, yeah. but I only got to work once. So. <laughs> anyway, but uh, scammers are now are selling like, knockoffs of these like really cool metal straws that people <laughs> are, are coming out with. Says that uh, the kick the Kickstarter campaign final straw the world's first collapsible reusable straw it went viral in April in the midst of national backlash against plastic straws um, and so it's really cool it's collapsible and it goes in this little case you stick it in your pocket it's yeah. kind of neat right uh, the whole purpose of this was to reduce waste Emma Cohen the co-founder of Final Straw told BuzzFeed News about the stainless steel gadget but this wave of bootleg straws has inadvertently created a bigger waste problem. So now now there's all these knockoffs that don't work good, and I guess people are throwing them away. So instead right. of a bunch of plastic, now we have, uh, you know, <laughs> even more. We have a bigger problem now with these knockoffs. Hashtag fake straws. <laughs> yes. Says the counterfeit straws are hitting the market, uh, and more and more as more and more cities and companies are limiting or banning plastic straws. In the past two months... Seattle's ban has taken effect, and San Francisco moved to adopt its own. Then there are corporate announcements, including from Starbucks, Marriott International, American Airlines, and the Walt Disney Corporation. The anti-straw movement has been around for more than a decade. I had no idea. Not me either. Of course, I live living in backwoods Alabama, right. so that's, I guess that's why. But it was galvanized in 2015 thanks to a video of a plastic straw being pearled, being pulled out of a sea turtle's bloody nose oh so nobody wants to see that yeah, on the no. well i mean don't we throw them in the water that's you true you throw them on the side of the road like everybody <laughs> else in the water. yeah so that i'm kidding so I, the squirrels I, can get yes. them in their bloody nose i'm, I'm, I'm anti-littering i hate littering <laughs> i'm a boy scout you know eagle scout i hate people who litter you Leave know no so, trace yeah right yes and i will pick up litter when i'm walking around <laughs> i don't like littering i'm just kidding don't throw your stuff out your car window but uh, Cohen's co-founder, freelance cinematographer Miles Pepper, uh, that's a great name. Miles Pepper, yeah. It was uh, shaken. He was shaken by the graphic video, and he wanted to quit plastic straws, but he didn't want to give up his iced coffee habit. <laughs> he looked around for a small light metal alternative, and none seemed to exist, so he designed one. Final Straw's month-long Kickstarter campaign launched in April and surpassed its fundraising goal of twelve thousand five hundred dollars on the first day. By the campaign's end, Cohen and Pepper received orders for about 86,000 straws huh. at $20 a piece. That sounds kind of expensive. Yeah, but, but if you're reusing it, then that's true. Know, 
It's not that much over the life of the straw. Which I don't, I don't, I don't think I ever pay for straws anyway. I just yeah. wipe them for free. I still got a whole box that <laughs> when I shut down the restaurant, we'll reuse it. So a whole case of them. So oh, man. I can, I might have to start a straw business. <laughs> Come see me. Says they've continued to get pre-orders for the product, which includes the straw, a straw cleaner, and then a case made out of recycled plastic. Okay. So not your normal plastic. Yeah. No, recycled, of course. Uh, the Kickstarter campaign claims Americans use 500 million plastic straws a day. That actually sounds kind of small. <laughs> well, that's like over, that's like one and a half per person or, or, you know, that's over one per person a day. Yeah, but there's probably people in big cities who yeah. eat fast food twice a day. True. If they yeah. you know, work well, out there's people somewhere. in Alabama that eat fast food twice a day. I'm one of them, but I'm not a straw guy. I don't like straws. You don't like straws? When I was little, this old guy, he was like rough as a cob, uh, he, uh, <laughs> He called them sissy sticks one time, and from that day, I never really have liked using them. He's like, why are you drinking out of one of them sissy sticks, you know? He's like, yeah. drink off the edge of the cup like a man. And I was like, hey, you know, it makes sense. Yeah, why am I using this thing, you know? They just handed it to me. So when I had the restaurant, you had to keep a lid and use a straw over your, you know, if you had a drink. Right. Um, that was just health code. But outside of that, I don't rarely ever use a straw. I'll just drink. And people mm-hmm. are like, oh, you're going to put your mouth on that cup that came from the kitchen of this Mexican restaurant? I'm like, yeah. I'm well, like, you're putting your lips on the straw yeah. that came out of the little dispenser. Right. You know? Well, I'm just like, look, you see my body. I don't care what goes into it. You know, <laughs> a few extra bacteria is not going to hurt me. Uh, well, anyway, uh, blah, 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 blah. They launched this Kickstarter campaign. Now people are trying to rip them off and yeah. coming out with, if, if you want this straw, I guess it needs to be final straw. It don't need to be last straw ever yeah. on Amazon. <laughs> well, I mean, just like anything <laughs> 10 else. five star reviews. Yeah. Just like anything else, I guess, you know, like fidget spinners. All right, those got to be hugely popular. <laughs> yeah. Well, after about a month of them being popular, they were selling them in gas stations and it was like a piece of plastic with a BB on the end. Inside of it, you know, you're like, think about what you buy, you know. Uh, it says that they gave a TED talk uh, in 2015 uh, called "Why Plastic Straws Suck." I will say, <laughs> clever TED talks have really went downhill lately. I yeah, mean, when they started they out, they're really cool, but now I feel like me and you could give a TED talk on something. You Dude, know? here a few months back, there was a lady who gave a talk about why pedophilia shouldn't be. Shame. Did you see that? No, I didn't. I mean, here we go again. (laughs) Kids, we're not going to get specific, but you may want to cover their ears. Were people throwing tomatoes and stuff at her from the audience? No, no. And I mean, now she wasn't saying that, you know, she wasn't saying that pedophilia should be okay. But she was saying that pedophilia is, here we go again. I mean, you should have seen this coming if you didn't. But people are born that way, and oh. they can't help it, Okay, and that we should feel sorry for them because they're never able to act on their uh, feelings well, the way the rest of us are. Huh. I'll say this. I was born a murderer, okay? <laughs> I have violent thoughts every day about people, and I do not act upon them, okay? Yeah. So you cannot act upon it if you're born. You know, I'm just saying, yeah. you know, all right? So, yeah, because every day driving, I feel like I would like to pull you out of that car and, you know, <laughs> 
Gil, you don't need to be – we need to remove you from the gene pool because you don't know how to use a blinker, mm-hmm. and I don't want you to pass that on to your children <laughs> or to a next another generation. So Yeah. Yeah, I'm just saying. You know, however people are born, we, so the line has to be drawn somewhere. Yeah, right. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm born very violent. I don't have the body or stature to carry most of it out. So maybe, you know, that's why God made me the way I am. It's like, uh, that's why he gave me huge stature. Yeah. And you're like, I'm easy, super going. easy, nice. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And people, that's one of the biggest misconceptions. People think I'm really easy going. <laughs> you know, they're always like, Oh, John, you're so easy going and you're so happy and laid back and stuff. You just don't have the strength. I just, the don't, have, yeah, to- I just don't have the muscles to pull any of it off. So I just have to pretend I'm easy going and laid back. But on the inside, I'm a raging ball of just like, Hey, and I can't help it, you know. And I would say Christianity has helped me out in learning to love other people and what I'm supposed to do. You know, the yeah. fact that God can love me despite all of what's wrong with me, you know, and that helps me tremendously. Yes. But at my core, it's just I just I just I just want to choke people every day. So I don't, can't help it. I remember years and years ago, there was a guy who I worked with, and he was like, man, Tony, if I was as big as you, I'd be hitting just for the heck of it. Yeah. And then his buddy next to him said, well, that's why God didn't make you the biggest, Tony. That's a very good point. Yep. Yeah, because I would be wreaking havoc. I would have been in jail a long time ago. But now, I mean, like, people will crush me. I'm a small, weak man, and people will crush me. So I just have to be... You know, very selective (laughs) about what I do. You have been listening to Earth Audio Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening. No matter where you get us, whether you get us from Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Acast, Podcast Republic, Podcast Republic, we thank you so much for downloading us. Uh, Don't forget to tell your friends. You can like us on Facebook. You can join our group. It's super active in there now, y'all. It's not just me and John talking to each other anymore. It's hopping. It is. Yeah, post up articles and stuff. Let's let's all talk and make fun of them. You can tweet at us. We are at underscore Earth Oddity. That's right. You can follow us on Instagram, the exact same handle. That's right. You can email the show. We are Earth Oddity at planetmail.net. And now you can even call us. What's That's that right. number, John? 662-493-2059. That's 662-493. 493-2059. Call now. You have absolutely no excuse not to get in touch with us. We have, That's right. Aside from sending up smoke signals, there's <laughs> we are totally reachable, and we want to hear from you. That's right. We do. Because you're the reason we do this show. That's right. So y'all have a nice week. Love All you right. guys. Bye. Hey, the show's over. Why are you still listening?